All right. Welcome to the Milf and Cookie Podcast. My name is Diamond Fox, and with me I have my wonderful supportive husband, Ben. Hello. And beside him is my best friend, funny dude, Jason. Hey, what's going on? I take him everywhere I go. Hey. <laughs> Are you nervous? You're doing good with hosting. You've taken over the hosting. I've taken over the hosting, and, and uh, I'll tell you why I've taken over the hosting. I'll tell you why I wasn't hosting in the first place. Um, I was uh, taking a lot of psychiatric drugs. For years. For, ye- for years. Uh, forever. And um, so I decided, I got to strop my ass and decided to just quit taking this shit. <laughs> Which I know a lot of people are like, no, don't stop taking your psychiatric drugs. I know. I'm one of them. <laughs> um, but uh, I was going through some severe, severe withdrawals. Uh, and I'm still in the middle of some withdrawals. But um, there for about a month or so, it really had me fucked up pretty bad. Uh, I was completely lethargic, incoherent, didn't even know what planet I was on. Uh, couldn't tell you the day or the month of the year that we were on. Really, really fucked up. So she had been Ben, ben kind of stepped up to the plate and was taking over stuff for me. Thank God. And so now I'm starting to feel more like my old self again. Yeah, she went so, through. She was on stuff for a long day. Had her stuff to wake Xanax, up and stuff to go to sleep and Adderall, Wellbuterin. See, like, I think like high. the Xanax, Adderall stuff, like that's that. Fuck that shit. Like, if you need stress relief, go fucking do some yoga. Like, uh, like go see some therapists. Like, you have that much anxiety. There's probably something still lingering. But like the Wellbutrin stuff. At least I'm on Wellbutrin and Lexapro and like. Because I just have, like, I mean, I was a fucking heroin baby. Like, my mom was shooting up and taking quaaludes and doing coke and oh, everything. Shit. Like, there's just brain waves right. in my in my head. Like, it's, like, I guess I equivalent them to, like, like power lines. Like, there's just down lines, and the drugs connect the power lines for me. Yeah, that's well, a good way of putting it. Um, she just, she had been on so many different things and so much stuff to go to sleep. And she quit drinking and... After about a year and a half, and she'll be two years in April. April 1st. It'd be two years without any alcohol. And so... And is this an A... Like, not obvious. I know you don't go to I don't to go AA, to AA. But, like, you will not have a drink no matter... I will not have yeah. a drink. Okay. I had a really bad last drunk, final drunk, and... So this is a sobriety This thing. is this my way of like, apologizing to my family anymore. for being a drunk. Gotcha. Yeah, she would... The problem with her when she drank... It was a roll of the dice. It was either it's going to be the best night everybody's ever had or one out of four times everybody's going to crap out and it's going to go bad for everybody and it could be anything that sets her off. So when you would be around her drinking, you would you would have fun, but I would be really weary of any kind of thing that would trigger her to get mad. Like you couldn't have the news on or you couldn't bring up certain subjects or something like that because she would just, something would just set her off. Like the last time that she had a bad time, um, she had the music blaring just like obnoxiously. And uh, I was talking to somebody in the other room and I turned the music down a little bit, just a little bit. And that was it. That's what set her off. And so... No offense to women, but it kind of just sounds like that's all women. Like, anything can set them well, the fuck I off. Mean, yeah, but we're talking about a different level of... <laughs> no, no, yeah, I we're know, talking I about know, a different level of fucking so, going crazy. So, um, so. She, 
she was like, you know, I got to quit drinking. She became the Ike and you became the Tina. And no, no, nothing <laughs> like that. But it was just, um, you know, it, it had gotten bad. It had gotten where it wasn't good. And so she quit. Um, and then I was like, well, I'm the greatest. And I am. I'm the greatest drunk He's there a is. great drunk. I'm the most He's happy, go lucky, very Love friendly, lovey-dovey. Have fun. Like, I don't get why people want to fight on booze. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Neither do I. And so, um, but I was like, you know what? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and quit, too, to make sure that her sobriety but stays I, on. I do notice, like, that there is certain alcohols that's, that trigger different kind of things. Like, like whiskey's my drink, right? But I notice, like, if I drink tequila, like, it's not a good thing. Like, if I drink like vodka, it could be fifty-fifty, right? Like, there is certain like people need to find what their alcohol that responds well to them. It's kind of like a food. Like some people can eat carbs and do well, and some people just need to stay off carbs forever. Yeah, and yeah. I had that way with that when I drank because I knew exactly how much. Like, I could have a drink in front of me. And typically, this is how my night ended every single time that I drank. It would always end with I would have a couple of sips out of my last drink, and I would literally go to the sink and pour it out he and be would. like, "Okay, if I drink this, it's gonna, I, I'm gonna pass That's out fair. or I'm gonna throw up, or I could stop." But she could never stop. I would even pour my shot because all I drank was shots of Patron Silver. I would Ooh. pour my last shot and be like, well, it wouldn't be my last shot. I would pour the shot and be like, this is the shot that's going to fuck everything up. And I would gulp it, and then I'd shoot another one, and then I'd gulp it, and then I'd shoot another one, and then gulp it, and then I'd go fucking ape shit crazy. Yeah. And then another And that problem, was after I'd already had multiple she shots would before. Also, the, the, another problem, she would get a glass, and she would oh, yeah. pour, to, like this water glass, she would pour tequila in it. And she would drink it. But the problem is, is no one knows. You don't know how much you're drinking. Right, 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 It's right. not like you have to crack open another beer or you got to load the bong. Like, she doesn't know how much is in this. And she only weighs 103 pounds to begin with. Oh, so, yeah. so she quit drinking. So back Tequila's to So I quit drinking. So anyway, uh, the whole reason Ben was taking over in the beginning is because I was in the middle of severe withdrawals. And completely not doing well at all. Yeah, so but she's doing I'm great doing now. Much better she's now. doing much better now. She's doing much better. Much, much they better. Just, they had her on so much stuff for so long that... I just didn't feel like I was myself. I just felt like I was like this comatose zombie drugged up so that I wasn't, like, functionable. Right. Fully functional. That's why I hate a, a lot of psychiatrists. They just throw so many meds at you. It's, like, they're literally fucking... They're, like... Artists, they're just like, I'm gonna throw 20 different colors yes. and see what right. sticks and what looks right. right. If I don't like it, I'll paint over it again. And it's just like, you're fucking with somebody's life here. Like, totally. You can, I, I just, they go, that's why I really do like my psychiatrist. She's just like, life sucks. Well, yeah, you got a lot going on. Life yeah. should suck. Yeah, like, no. I'm not gonna give you another med because life sucks. Yeah, and I wanna say that the thing that the straw that broke the camel's back with her was she was at the doctor and, uh, He's a great guy if he's ever listening to this. I don't have a problem with him. But she was shaking, and he was like, how long have you been shaking? She was like, I don't know, 12 years or something. Oh, Jesus. And he was like, well, let me give you something to stop the shaking. And so she came home with another drug. Two. Two, Two drugs. drugs. I was like, this is crazy. I was like, you're on. Like He's like, it's your antipsychotic. I said, no, it's the Adderall and the Wellbuterin. 
especially the Wellbuterin. The Wellbuterin would just make me shake like crazy all the time. I'd hold this piece of paper and it'd be like so this. So they had stuff jacking her up in the morning, stuff to make her go to sleep. I was like, that's how fucking Elvis died. You can't, you can't yeah. take you know stuff to come up and then to come down every single day for twenty years. No. Yeah. And so and when that's what she I was came off of it, she was on this brain fog. So just so everybody knows, this is Diamond Fox's podcast. She's in charge. <laughs> so that's why I was uh, we'll taking the I don't know why I brought all that up. But anyway, that's what's been going on. So everybody no, knows. Good. I think people need yeah. to know vulnerability and know everybody's got issues. Like people look up to people and it's like, hey, everybody's got shit. Everybody's yeah. got problems. Like nobody's perfect. I, I think that's like a huge problem I have with social media. And there's a quote I love. And it's like, don't compare your behind the scenes with everybody else's highlight reel. Right. Okay. Yeah. And everybody good, loves right, to put their best foot forward. They don't tell you like they're like, Oh, look at me, my happy family. And it's like they didn't tell you last night your husband like fucking whacked you across the face yeah. and was driving drunk with your kids in the back seat. Like right. yeah. nobody puts that on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm it's with true. you. True. You're very very correct. Okay, so anyway, um each week on the podcast we always have a sex question of the day and we get these questions from Twitter, OnlyFans and my emails. Um, and so today's question is from, where is he? From Sam. And he says, I follow you on Twitter. I obviously got the question from Twitter. The question is, should I make a move on the first date or how do I know when the time is right? Now, see, I know I'm going to have a different opinion than you. My, I actually think I'm going to surprise you with my opinion, but I want to hear you guys first. Well, I'm going to go first. Um, I thought it was a great question. I always say don't do anything on the first date because you can't take it back once you've done it. And that person is always their best on your first date. They're always putting out their their best appearance, their best attitude, their best personality, their best everything. And the next day they can literally just go back into themselves and it may be somebody that you didn't really want to expose all your goodies to. Right. So I would say take your time, walk her to the door at the end of the date, and like follow her lead. If she gives you a hug, give her a hug back. If she gives you a kiss, kiss her back. If she invites you in, go on in and have yourself a glass of water or a bottle of wine or whatever. But I always just say leave a little bit for the imagination right. and go away while you can. Okay. And if, if the uh, second date is any better, third date, I would say wait until the third date. Right. Until you like put up. Well, what date everything. do you say is the time to fuck? I would wait until at least after the third date. Okay. I have many times fucked on the first date, and it was the first <laughs> and last date. But see, I feel like guys who are like, oh, I, I, they, I lost respect because they gave it up on the first date. One, you weren't serious about it to right. begin with. Like, it, if you, the right person doesn't matter whether they give it up the first time or not. I'm not saying that they should give it up the first time, but if they give it up on the first time, like, and you're like, well, now I'm not going to see them again. Like, you weren't interested to begin with. Like. Right. Well, I will say, when I came across Ben, I'd already been around the block quite a few times. That's wonderful. And so <laughs> when he came around, shut up. So when he came around, <laughs> you make me feel like such a slut. No, it's okay. Um, I was like, I'm not putting out until, like, I know that this guy's actually, like, fully committed to me. And so... It was like a long two and a half weeks, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think it was two and a half, three it weeks. It was like two and a half, three weeks, almost three weeks. And uh, he took me out. I don't remember where we went, but 
we did something or another and we ended up in a hotel room and That's it was it. like, well, I guess this is it. So That's we it. ended up fucking the night away. But anyway, um, yeah, a I made hotel a room. Or? Oh, yeah. Oh, course. yeah. It was a Sweet. cheap motel. Motel. Yeah. And um, so he treated you like a whore is what you're saying. No, I didn't have any place <laughs> else to go. Yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. but. Because the Hilton wasn't down the road or anything. But I, but I had kids from a previous marriage and they were calling them daddy before we were fucking. Which was bizarre to me. I'd never yeah. heard him call anybody daddy before, Aww. and it kind of freaked me out. So uh, once he accepted that, then I was like, okay, I can put out. <laughs> right. All right. So anyway. So here's, here's the key. That was a terrible key. answer to the question. No, no here, it wasn't. Here, here's the key, guys. And I know this because I actually have an adult film star for a wife. Women want what they can't have. So you do not try to get in their pants. You don't try to do it. If you try to get in their pants, they're going to be like, oh, he's just another guy. He wants to do it. You have to literally turn her down. If she's like, you want to come inside? You say, no, I got shit to do. You always want to seem like you've got somewhere else to go and some other girl that wants you. And you don't need her little piece of ass. So you turn her down in the beginning. Always, always. There is a key to this, people. And then what's going to happen is she's going to be like, well, he didn't make a move on me. What's, what's going on with him? He, maybe he doesn't like girls. I don't know what's going on. But she's thinking about you. And she's thinking about you. And it's festering in her brain. And so if you try to put the moves on her right away, you're just like every other guy. You have to turn her down in the beginning or you don't set yourself apart from everybody else. Now, you don't agree with that. I see your face. No, no, no. Okay, see, I agree with both. See, the thing is, I think it goes individually from person to person. I, I don't think there is a right or wrong in any which way. I feel like, all right, if you're a 19-year-old guy listening, 100% Ben's right. Little girls like the games. The games, They right, love right. what they can't have. Right. They like the guys who are... But if you're a 35-year-old guy plus whatever or woman whatever, mm-hmm. I have somebody right now I'm talking to playing hard to get. Guess what? I stopped texting. I'm not. I'm too fucking old to play hard to get. I'm too old to play these I games. I get it, but there's a You don't have to give formula. it up right away. No, I get it, but see, <laughs> he played that formula. Right. And guess what? I stopped texting a week ago, and... Now he's texting me like, "Well, why can't I get?" Well, because I you've just flipped it on him. You put the formula back on. But him. I'm not interested. I'm not going to have sex. With, I'm not even going to text him back ever but again. But see, now you're in because his head. He won't be able to get you out of his maybe, mind. Maybe, but he just lost any chance he had. He had a chance at a relationship. He had a chance of getting laid. Right. But now he lost any chance of even meeting me because I don't fucking have time for these games and these little things. If that's the kind of person you are that you want to play know, games and think so deep into, well, should I call? Should I not call? I want someone, if we had a great date, an hour after, you tell me I had an amazing time and I just got to let you know, like, don't tell me like, hey, I'm thinking we're going to be something. Right. But just say like, I had an amazing time and I'm really excited about right. our next date. Like, now that's, that's not, acceptable. Yeah, don't sit there and be like, well, shouldn't text for three days because... Shouldn't text for three Listen, no, see, see, that's where I kind of feel like Ben's not wrong, Diamond's not wrong, maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm right. I don't know. I feel like it really goes individually by the person. Like, you got to kind of feel right. it out a little bit. You, and 
You want to hear the formula? Ben, I was going to say, Ben's got this formula. Oh, you want to hear the formula? Let me tell you, I'm going to put, I'm going to drop some knowledge on y'all. This is this is not necessarily wrong as much as I hate this. Okay, (laughs) here's the formula. You can write it down. Nice, nice, mean, mean, nice, 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 mean. You can play it back and write it down. I'm telling you, you have to be nice to him. You have to be nice to him. Then you got to be a dick. Then you got to be nice again. Then you got to be a dick. You got to keep him guessing. Because here's the thing. When it's a hot girl, they've had their whole life with guys kissing their ass, throwing money at them, being super sweet. I'm telling you, you got it. Nice, nice, mean, mean, nice, 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 mean, and you will marry yourself a fucking dying piece. You can't, I'm telling you. I, I can't argue with it because ne- you're not necessarily wrong. And then, look, your theory, I mean, you got a fucking smoking hot wife. And I'm an idiot. That adores you. <laughs> I, see, I can't argue with any of that. <laughs> I'm telling you. He I is did. an idiot. I'm telling you. But it, his mean only lasts for a short time because yeah, no, I won't no, tolerate it. Mean isn't really mean. It's not no. It's a joking no. mean. It's kind of like uh, encouraging. Like, it's come gotta on. Be. You his gotta mean get on is you need to do a load of laundry. And, Right, no, my mean is um, like if you're walking to a car and she's waiting and you're holding the door for her and she's taking her time, you go, come on, let's go. That's a quick mean. You whistle at her and pat your leg like, come on, bro, come come on, on, come on. He does that and people look at us like, what the fuck? Right, But But he would never do that if you were like really upset about something. No, no. Or if he was in front of someone like that. No. So he knows when to play that game. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The mean is not a not real, mean. real mean. It's not. It's not a real mean. It's yeah. Just, it's not like I get smacked around or called like, a it's a, bitch. It's or a mean that is to say that look, you got me, but don't think go, I'm your right, bitch. Go get your own, you know, energy drink out of the I fridge. Don't I'm ever not going to go somebody's get it. bitch. Oh yeah. Always be an individual. You should always be on me. You're you. And the only thing that we are we is to enhance each other as a couple. Right. And I, if it's I have to lean on you or you have to better me, that's not a good couple. Right. And I, I mean, obviously I there's know, circumstances that change that, but I know that you know. Of course, everybody's equal. Actually, she's better than I am. But the thing is, I feel like girls really want a man. They don't just oh, want that, a dude. They don't want a pussy. They don't want a pussy that is just going to do whatever they say. And buy them whatever they want, it, they lose interest. No, hundred uh, no, percent. That I will agree with you, hundred percent. Do not fucking sit there and be like, "Are you okay? Is right. everything all right?" Right. Like, no, everything's not all right because you just fucked it all up. Right. And there's right. not really much coming back from that. Right. Yeah. As far as I agree that you shouldn't give it up on the first date. Um, I do believe you definitely need to get a kiss in, a minimum of a kiss. Right. Um, doesn't have to be a slushy kiss. Yeah, no, slushy. it doesn't have to be a, like a slamming you against the wall and like shoving my tongue right. down your throat kind of kiss. But you have to know that there's going to be a second date based on that kiss. Also, I think it's important like there's just some people like you might think at them, look at them, they're beautiful. We had a lot in common and then you kiss them and you're like, that was like kissing my fucking sister. Right. Like there's just a chemistry there. Like, you know, like I've been with people yeah. I'm not super into, but the chemistry was great. And then the people I'm super into chemistry sucked right yeah yeah. and like i don't want to go on a second and third date just to find out the chemistry wasn't even there to begin with that's why you don't put out on the first date i'm not saying put out but the kiss kind of tells everything i've heard this before i don't know if this is true or somebody just made this up supposedly the science of kissing is your body's tasting for its counterpart so Mm -hmm. like you're tasting for what you lack like say you're a b and c you're looking for d e and f 
Okay. And mm. that's why sometimes yeah. that's where the quote unquote chemistry of the kiss comes from. Right. Your body is tasting for its counterpart. Okay. And that's why Never sometimes you can't explain why you have chemistry with somebody. That's interesting. All right. That's I like a good. That. I, don't, I don't know if that's true or not. I've heard it. You get fucking. I don't know. I mean, I like to think that's true. I like true. it too. I like it. I good like sex it. question of the day. All right. They can, uh, if you have your own sex question of the day, you can email us at the Milf and Cookies podcast at gmail. Uh, dot com. Dot com. Like. What? Oh, it's no the. What is it? It's right it's in front Milf of you. It's milfandcookiespodcast at gmail.com. Don't listen to anything Ben has to say about <laughs> technology. He's literally a fucking caveman. I mean, listen, mean, nice, nice, mean, 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 nice, nice, whatever the... Nice, it's like nice, AB, mean. It's like anybody who played mean, fucking nice. Nintendo, like ABC <laughs> up, one, two, three, like fucking... No, no, it's, it's, it's a formula to it. I was waiting for her, and I'm going to do a little behind the scenes. I've been pointing at the Gmail to tell everybody that Gmail... You pointed to it one time, and it says outro. Yeah, you so got to do the... I figured that was at the end of the show. No, it's the outro for the... For the sex question of the well, day. Well, that doesn't make any sense. It makes complete sense. You do an intro for... Outro is at the do end. Do, 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 no, I'm going to tell you that. I, I, I'm i going to say that maybe I'm 100%. We'll, maybe we can compromise and call it a middle tro. Middle tro it is. Okay, I like it. <laughs> well, we're kind of so, in the beginning of the show, so you're both fucking dead wrong. <laughs> okay, yeah, something like that. Nice. So, now I'm excited. Tell them what we're doing next. What are we doing next? Okay, so next we are doing show and tell, just like we did in first grade. Yay! Aww. I brought stuff for show and tell. I'm so excited. Show and tell. I'm not gonna lie, when you first told me, like, bring something for show and tell, I'm like, what the fuck kind of podcast? <laughs> 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 We're doing show and tell today. I, was, I don't think I'm showing up for this. Like, yes. show and tell, but actually thinking about it, I was like, well, we could do adult show and tell. First well, grade can. plus, you know, 20 years. Well, <laughs> there you go. There I, you my go, thing yes. is, is that what I thought about is it's a way for people to kind of see something significant in our lives that matter to us and we can have a story about it. And it's just a little insight. So who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Amen. How about that? Okay. I'm so curious to see what's getting pulled out. We, we don't tell each other things like this so we can keep it fresh. On air, and I have no idea what's getting pulled out right now. Can you see? No, I still can't see. Wait, you, you can't see? Is it a boot? It is a boot. Okay. Okay. Hold it up. It's a skate. Oh, okay. I get it now. I love my skates. I'm a skater. I love to skate. I've been skating all my life. Well, since at least I was like 10 years old. And these are custom made, and they are fuchsia suede. With They're leather interior and are. nice woolly insides. And um, I play roller derby. Actually, this is my first season that I'm taking a break away from roller derby because I got hurt pretty bad. But um, I love skating and doing aggressive things. And so when I decided that I wanted to buy some skates to skate outside with for exercise, uh, Ben always has to have a reason to spend a chunk of money. Instead of, like, just skating outside for exercise because that wasn't good enough. So he said, well, why don't you do roller derby? And I was like, no way. They'll kill me. So we Googled it, and sure enough, there was a roller derby team right down the street from where I lived, like seven minutes away. And that's with a bunch of stoplights. So um, 
I was like, well, listen, they've got a game next weekend. Why don't we go watch their game? And so I went and watched the game. It's actually called About. Let me do this the proper way. It's About. And so uh, we went, and these girls were beating the shit out of each other. They were (laughs) knocking them sideways. They were all over the floor, rolling on the dirt. I was just like, holy shit, no way, I can't do this. They're literally going to break me into pieces. I'm like 103 pounds, and they're a little bit bigger than that. And they're much stronger than I am. Yes, we wear elbow pads, knee pads, a helmet, wrist guards, and our skates, and a mouth guard. Um, which I always had a very good mouth guard because I've got to protect my pearly whites. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So um, anyway, this is my show and tell thing. And uh, I love roller derby. I did it for five, five years. I did my first bout actually five years ago was uh, two days ago. Number Showed 69 up in my, is her number. My number was 69. Yes, yes. Did and you pick it or that just? I picked no, it. Picked oh, okay. It. And uh, my number, I, my name has always been Anna Sasson. Like Anna Assassin. Anna Assassin. Like Anna Assassin. She's Anna Assassin. So they call me Anna. And um, my number originally was AK-47. No, it was 762. But nobody knew what 762 was. Yeah, it was 762. Like one guy came up and he's like, that's like the size of ammunition, right? And I was like, okay, I need to change my number. So I changed it to AK-47 because everybody knows what the fuck an AK-47 is. So I did AK-47, and, um, like, if I get a penalty, then the ref says, uh, white, AK-47, AK-47, go to the penalty box. Well, then they changed the rules in Derby so that they didn't have to pronounce the AK. So then my number was just 47. Well, that doesn't Ooh. go with fucking anything. I'm, yeah. no. I could have a little small AK in front of the number, but... That's stupid. So then I changed it to my breast implant size, which I don't know why I did that. (laughs) It was 650. Uh, One of the girls on the team, her number was 310. And uh, it was after I picked the 650 that I figured out that 310 was her implant size. So I was like, that's, this is stupid. So, Uh, so I got rid of that. And then I went to 69. I was like, fuck it. That's my favorite number in the world. Not to cut you off. What size are your boobs? This set? This set. They're 650 cc's and they're like a 34 triple D. Holy shit. And she used to be 850. I used to be 850 cc's. They were fucking ginormous. They were really bad. I mean, they're huge. They came up to here. But like, so literally, like, I could I rest mean, my cheek perky. on them. Like, they're fucking nice. They're She's nice tits. She's always had nice boobs. There's no question oh, about it. Oh, that's definitely like her awesome ass. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut off. I it's just, okay. I meant to always ask you how big your tits are. They've <laughs> actually um, saved me in roller derby, or maybe they fucked me up. I don't really know, but uh, I remember the first time I fell on my boob, um, I was skating lightning fast and tripped on my own feet and went sliding. I slid Ooh. on my face and my tit. But when my tit hit that ground, I just literally one, thought that my tit. rib... Cr- yeah, it was just the one. Uh, I thought that it broke my ribs. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't catch my breath. I was in so much pain. But my tit didn't hurt. My, like, my back and my ribs were hurting really, really bad. And I was like, oh, my God. And my boob did hurt some because I remember getting up and holding my tit thinking, oh, my God, I've shattered it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'm going to have, like, gel all inside of me now, silicone or whatever, but... Um, it, believe it or not, they used to be very firm. And then it was like, all of a sudden it's 
like squishy, but it feels she like a natural squishy. Well, you had this. originally your 850 were saline, and because they had gotten rid of silicone, and if I remember yes. when you got your new implants, they were like, we're going to use a high-profile silicone. And we were like, what, silicone? No, you can't do that. And they were like, no, 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 no. They fixed all of the technologies change. And so they feel a lot more natural now. But they still felt firm. And once I landed on the boob, I think I broke up maybe any scar tissue that might have been in there because now they're like super firm, I mean, super soft and squishable. Like they feel like actual really real tits. So anyway, um, uh. My tit bruised up. My back was sore for forever. I was like, oh, gosh. Yeah. Didn't have a broken implant. It was just now all of a sudden I've got one really squishy tit and one really firm tit. <laughs> so I was like, fuck, I got to land on the other tit the next time. Right. <laughs> and if you want to see her uh, in action, you can actually, she has a new YouTube channel. Yes. That is, I believe, watch, I'm going to do it again. You're ready? Never Here it comes. in a million years. It is uh, YouTube.com forward slash Diamond Fox, I think. Yes. I think that's the YouTube. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> sure that's what it I'm is. I'm not any good at this. <laughs> but if you go to YouTube and you research Diamond Fox, it'll come up and she just released, she has uh, a bunch of videos of herself on there and roller derby videos and a lot of stuff. And it's. It's starting to take off. So if you ever want to go check her out, she is on YouTube. And now these skates, this is what she's leaving out is this her third set of skates. And these are custom made with magnesium plates. It's ridiculous. She's one of these people that go over top. When she gets something, she goes a little bit over the top with it. I'm right there with you. So I paid like 800 bucks for these. They were expensive. With the plate and with the wheels and with the toe stops. The mounting. And and the mounting and all that stuff. The bearings. But I will have these when I go to my fucking grave. In 90 years, I will have these skates. 90? You're fucked. (laughs) Well, maybe maybe 60 years. Right. But I I will say I went to the skate place once. And there was a guy that bought his skates back in the 60s. He had a pair of Rydell skates. Yeah, they will last. From the 60s. And they were absolutely impossible. Impressive to see yeah. that they were that old and still in that good of shape because yeah. leather skates are. are awesome. They, they are. So that's they my show good. and tell for the day. Awesome. Who's next? It was funny because I was actually going to bring in my skates, but I didn't. You got nice. skates? So I don't know if I ever told you guys this, but when I was younger, I was like a very, very competitive figure skater. What? Really? I didn't yeah. know that. Shut up. Yeah. And I had Rydell skates and they were thousands of dollars. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was very competitive. And like how I didn't know I was a fag back then is like, Jesus Christ. How do you not, you're a fucking figure skater wearing tights. Like, how I do you love not it. That's hot. I, I love, love it. it. I'm so excited right now. I'll show you videos after. I gotta see I it. I gotta video. see it. I always wanted to be a figure oh, skater, but I never had that. I actually, the, it's probably I one of my it. biggest regrets was quitting. Like, I quit because it was like 24 7. Like, yeah. I, I had to be there like three in the morning, yeah. fucking skating, then go straight to school. Then, right after school, I came right back and fucking skated, 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 did off ice training stuff like ballet, gymnastics, weightlifting jumping and all this kind of stuff and then it was like home eat dinner do homework that was five days a week then on saturday i was there like seven in the morning i used to teach skating and then i would skate all day sunday the same thing that i'd be traveling all the time skating towards the end i was actually questioning moving to vegas and training with this like high-end coach wow and like wow. yeah it was gonna be the real deal and i just said fuck it i want to just a normal life which i kind of regret because it just kind of turned into doing drugs and being a homo and 
banging dudes. I knew I loved you for more video. reasons we than one. We got to see. You got to bring us and do a podcast. You we'll have put to. it on the YouTube channel. Yes, yes please. Yes, we I have to, to see this. I love it. Oh, that's so oh, exciting. I love but that's not what I brought in. Okay, what What I brought in is my Costa Rican... It says tourist card. I don't know if it's like, the, it's green, so I don't know if it would be like the equivalent of a green card. When I was, I want to say, I'm almost positive, it's, it says in here actually, I think it's 2004. I moved to Costa Rica with three of my fraternity brothers, my buddies Jeff, Matt, and Ryan. Okay. We all moved to Costa Rica for the summer, basically. And I had just told my girlfriend at the time that I was gay, and we broke up, we were living together, like it. It was a fucking shit show. I was a mess mentally, but I didn't tell any of them yet. Right. Her and I were like, we're freaking out, figuring out how we're going to break up. Cause like, I mean, this was the real deal. Like we were going to get married. We were together like four and a half years. Like it was just a whole transitional period. And I, we just said, fuck it. We're all moving to Costa Rica. We got a place down there and it was just one of the wildest experiences of my life. Really? Um, <clears throat> It was funny on the ride over, literally on the plane over, we're all sitting there and we're coming up with all these rules because we're, I think we're, what, we're like 19, 20 years old. And we're like, all right, we don't leave each other. We don't do this. Right. Like, this is right. a third world country. Like we're fucking drunk, stupid, like fraternity kids. Like we don't fuck up. Like this, this is where you die. This yes. isn't a joke. Yeah, yeah. Like these are our rules. Like we came up with like 50 rules. These are not negotiable. These do not broken. get broken. The first night we all go out. We, like, move all of our shit in. We go to this place that's, like, kind of like a Walmart and buy all of our supplies and everything. And we're like, all right, like, we were going to take it easy that night. We're like, fuck it. We're in Costa Rica. We're going out. So we went to this place that's called El Pueblo. And it's kind of like a shopping center, but of all nightclubs. Okay. And from oh. what I heard from my buddy Jeff that it's now, like, basically just, like, a drive-by shooting place every day. Like, what? I don't even know if it's still there. Like, there was gun people got killed all the time. There were shootings all the time. It was just you walked around and every store was a nightclub, basically. Okay. So we went there and they're like, oh, gringo. Look at the gringos for anybody that's like the yeah. dumb Americans. And it's like, so they're like, oh, VIP bar, VIP bar. And we're like, uh, yeah, VIP bar. Cool. And like we got two bottles of Jose Cuervo for I think the equivalent of like $30. Mm. Between four of us, we finished two bottles of Jose Cuervo. Good Lord. Every fucking rule got broken that night alone. <laughs> <laughs> like it was out of control. I had never done coke until that point. In our last podcast, I talked about coke. Right. This is where it all started. So we got coke from some fucking weirdo in the club. We went into like the courtyard of the whole area and just thought like we're Americans. It's cool. Like we fucking this just ridiculousness. Started chopping it up on like the sidewalk. Started blasting lines. Security guards jumped on us like a fucking SWAT what? team. And my buddy Jeff was like palming the bag in between his fingers. And like they took us all into this like security room. They stripped our buddy Jeff. And basically they kind of let the three of us, me, Matt, and Ryan know that like, hey, like we're just fucking with your buddy. Like you guys are cool because we paid them all $40. Yeah. And they're like, oh you guys God. are cool. Like, I just pulled out my wallet. I was like, how much is it going to take to make this go away? And they're like, $40. So I gave them $40 on the way to the walk. And they're like, all right, we're going to have a little fun with your friend. So they strip our buddy Jeff. They're like fucking like finger banging his asshole what? for the coke. It was just like, I swear I'm not making this. It was the wildest fucking scene. Basically, they're dying laughing and they basically tell him like, we played a joke on you. Oh my God. And they get us a cab ride home and they're like, don't be that dumb next time. 
Wow. Oh Y'all got God. lucky. Yeah, we got lucky. But from that point on, we used to go to this place. Uh, for anybody who's been to Costa Rica, it's pretty famous. It's called like the Blue Marlin or the Del Rey, whatever. It's a casino, a 24-hour restaurant, a hotel, and a whorehouse all in one. It's a one-stop shop. It's all shop. you need. Yeah, oh it's all God. you ever need. And it's like every American tourist goes there. And that was our hangout spot. Towards the end of living there, like, we didn't even fuck the whores anymore. They became, like, our friends. They're like, oh, they're back and everything. We would be buying them drinks. We'd be doing coke with them and everything. We'd be doing so many fucking lines in there. We'd be closing the place down. Like, we would all separate at different nights. And, like, we would all meet back up there. And it's just like, oh, hey, what's up? Like... We were all there, but um, the cab driver outside was the drug dealer. He had $8 bags of, of Coke. Gram, a gram was $8. Um, I haven't done Coke in a while, but it was like $50, $60 in the U.S. And this shit wasn't stomped on. This was shit like when I did Coke here, you, I would do like a fat rail. We would call it a highway. Like it was a long line. And it was like it would get me fucked up, but it wasn't. There, you did a gram. Oh, you did like a key bump, and that's all you needed. You did more of the key bump. Like, you're asking for fucking heart palpitations. Really? Wow. It was hardcore, that shit. And it was $8. Like, I couldn't do more than a gram by myself a night. And, like, here, I would do a fucking, like, quarter by myself between me and a friend. Like, so I guess, like, an eight ball by myself here a night. Good God. And, yeah, that shit was no joke. That's not, like, go visit Costa Rica and go do blow. Like, that's not, like, a tourist attraction. Like, I'm giving a fucking advertisement. (laughs) See, I've always wanted to go, but I've heard it's so dangerous. I've heard it's gotten really bad. It is and it isn't. Like, if you're going to be stupid there, you know, you're fucked. Like, it is the place where you can't fuck around. If you're going to go there for, like, a... Like, you guys don't really drink. You guys don't right. do drugs and everything. You can have an amazing time there. You can go through the rainforest, whitewater rafting, zip lining, see crazy, I'm not beautiful gonna stuff. not going to get stabbed in the airport? If you want to go to, like, El Pueblo and do co- lines of coke, like, yeah, no, I'm not promising you're not going to get shot right in the head. Like, shit might go down. I just want to do tourist stuff. Tourist stuff. Outside the big cities, not going to the party spots, not looking for trouble, not starting shit, you should be fine. I want to go one day. It's you can go by yourself. I want to go. It really is beautiful. I will take you guys. My dad has a beautiful like mansion up in the mountains up there that I've I've yet to be. It used to have a sex dungeon in it. Nice, but his girlfriend didn't like the sex dungeon. She thought it was tacky or whatever. I I mean I I guess like. Get like I mean, it's a sex dungeon. Like uh, my dad, I, I hope at least he's not using sex dungeons. But <laughs> and again, my dad. If it's for good, and, not evil, then it's okay. Oh no! Like just uh-huh. being like a fucking dirty yeah, weirdo. I my love dad, it. I mean, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So I like um, it. I love it. No, I always wanted to go. I mean, I I've been the only place that I've been is during spring break. We went over the border to Mexico. No, we I went to South Padre Island. Okay. And you could drive to the border and literally put like 20 cents in the meter in the United States. They had like parking meters and you would walk across the bridge and it would be like one in the morning and there'd be little kids out there selling little packs of gum and yeah. stuff. All oh yeah, over. there was like little children prostitutes and, all over the place. And oh, it that's was, terrible. It yeah. was, uh, you could walk into a bar and you could get, I think it was... Uh, uh, two Coronas for a dollar, and they had little handmade pitchers like 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 you would pour water out of, and it was all you could drink on one sip for two dollars. Like you could put it up to your mouth, and if you could drink the whole thing, then you could have the whole thing. But it was like a slug out, in which I never thought about. It. Like everybody 
is taking drinks out of this one pitcher. And it was <laughs> it was wild. It was a wild place. Yeah. See, I think Mexico's way more down. I went to Cancun for my senior trip with all the people I graduated, like a lot of my friends from senior class. Right. And I think that's way more dangerous I've than never Costa been. Rica. I never been. Like Mexico. Was, I wouldn't go to Mexico for all the tea go, in China. I would Nerds never dangerous. go to Mexico again. Costa Rica, I would definitely go. I just haven't been because there's just so many other places I want to visit in the world. Right. It's like I live there. Like I, I'll visit there again, but like. I, I've never been to Europe. Like, I, I want to go fucking see Europe. Yes. Yeah. I've been to yeah, London several bad. times, and it's beautiful. And I can go on and on about Costa Rica, but I want to see your show okay. and tell, because I'm just so curious what you guys brought. Okay. I brought my fraternity paddle. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I went <laughs> to Virginia Commonwealth University, and I was in Kappa Delta Row, and uh, I saw this. I was in my garage, and I found it, and I said, you know who would be interested in this? Jason would be interested in a fraternity oh, paddle. I'm just curious. So everybody who signed the back, did they That's have to all... get three licks on you? No, no. We didn't paddle at all. Pussy. We yeah. didn't paddle at all. Everybody That's who signed no my paddle had to get, get three licks on me. Dude, my ass, like, I'm way worse than it's ever been at any fucking bathhouse or anything. <laughs> we, we didn't paddle. Um, we had to make our own paddles and we had to carry our paddles and we had to carry our pledge books and if someone stole your paddle or stole your pledge book you owed them a favor is how we did it and and uh i mean we certainly did our fair share of hazing we had oh yeah our brothers would do stupid stuff like they would call you and it would be two in the morning and they'd be like come to the fraternity house and you'd get there and they'd be like change the channel and you'd change the channel, and then you'd have to leave. And that's all they did. They would just fuck with you. I uh, See, I wouldn't have minded that. We got, like, shit, like, fucking pissed on our face. And oh, oh in God. That's and brutal. That. We got, I mean, we got brutal. So I have a fucking scar still on my dick from having chemical burns on it. Oh, fuck that. Oh, no. We no, didn't that's do bad. We didn't SAE, do Phi Alpha, like Florida State. We, so we were 91, fall Mew. So it was my paternity paddle. But, no, we didn't paddle, paddle. Like, Oh, no, I had, like... Broken ass cheeks. We we uh, <laughs> we we got kicked off campus. We got kicked off. So I technically was at TCC Tallahassee Community College, and I joined the fraternity because we were technically kicked off campus at the time. Mm. So as shitty as that was, it was kind of the coolest thing in the world because we were like the animal house. We were still fraternity. We did all the cool fraternity shit, but we didn't have to follow any of the rules. Right. It right. was amazing. See, we, we didn't have a fraternity row at our school. Like, our fraternity house was just like a house on in the fan in Richmond. Okay. It was just a house there. And there was a kind of fraternity row where there was, like, three fraternities that lived on the same street. Oh, okay. But that's all it yeah, was. Yeah, we weren't on fraternity row technically anymore did, does, because... Did they have an actual yeah, fraternity row? Yeah, they had College row? Street, and then they also had... Now, oh, my God, I'm not going to remember the name of it. There's a whole, like, development that's just all fraternity. It's all fraternity. Um, at, at Florida State, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, there's some still on College Street, and I think there's a couple still on Pensacola Street. And, right. But, yeah, they was kind of spread out at a couple different spots. But, uh, yeah, we were just, like, a house we rented because we, we lost our fraternity house uh, a long time back, and then we lost our next fraternity house. Right. Like, we just... Nobody wanted to run to us anymore. Nice. Jesus, that's so crazy. So that was my show and tell, my fraternity paddle. I saw it and thought, All of right. you. You oh, got to say one bad thing that happened, like, hazing-wise, like something that 
scarred you in a way. <laughs> um, Elephant walk, something. No, we would do a, a camp out, and um, they would work us all day and all night, all through the night, gathering wood. We would have to scream, like they would have us screaming, hut, hut, more wood, and we would go into the forest, and they would work us to like we were exhausted, um, and then we branded. I don't know if y'all did brands. Okay, so, okay, brand. okay. We I was going to say, I was like, you went and cut wood i was like wow so you went off yeah no i mean big fucking deal we did brand okay no that's see that's hardcore we we branded you can't even see my brand anymore like it didn't kilo up or anything it's right here it literally went away we didn't have our brand was a small all it was was a delta yeah oh the triangle over the chick's eye you can kind of see it that's my eye if you look at it no if you look at it under (laughs) the skin it's it's hard to see because it's gone away, but we we dealt a brand. I thought that was meant to be there that whole time. I saw that. Like I yeah. thought you were supposed. To, uh, there was a meaning behind the triangle. It would, and then well, I mean, there the is, people but. would hold you. Your family tree would hold you. So your big brother, little brother, would hold you, and then the attorney would come and slap your arm. They would all come up and take turns slapping your arm, Ooh. and then um, the. Uh, it was usually an uh, elder brother that everybody respected um, would take the brand out of the fire. We're at a camp out and he'd put it on you and can hurt. Yeah, you'd okay. wake that, up with, you'd wake like, up with dirt in it and shit. And got chemical burns on my dick. And like, we didn't do any of that. Yeah, no, I drank a ton of puke. Ours was work. And you know what else they would do to us? Other they people's would, puke, not my we puke. We would do. They would give us, like, library hours. Like, we would have to be in the library 20 yeah. hours, and then we would have to, like, clean the entire fraternity house, and then we weren't – they would do stuff like you weren't allowed to drink at the party. Like, they would have this big blowout party, and they'd go, pledges, you can't drink. And uh, that was fucking worse. It was horrible. See, that was the one cool thing is at parties, you were – if a girl ever asked you, you were a fucking brother. You don't ever get hazed at a party, like – you know, like, basically the whole point of this was to fuck chicks. Like, so don't ever tell a chick you're a fucking pledge. And, like, you, I mean, the girls who hung out with us all right, the time knew. Right. But, like, yeah, it was always, like, don't fucking ever tell a chick you're a pledge. And we will never haze you at a party. But then as soon as the party is over, you get a call. Like, you get home and you be like, oh, I'm fucked up. And they be like, white shirt and jeans at the house, 20 minutes, or everybody's going to be on bows and toes until you get there. Yeah, no, we would do, they would They would be like, pledge, go give me a beer, and you'd go get him a beer, and he would take the beer and dump it on you. Like, they would humiliate you at parties, my guys. We never did any weird, like, pull your dick out and shit. We never we did any of that. We got tested with the everybody pull your dick out, and I kind of knew, like, I had a gut intuition it was like uh, this was a trick, and only one guy fell for it. But really? yeah, no, it was like you faggot right. like, when he pulled his dick out. Right. But when we all got initiated, um, we had to do the naked run. So and like I'd seen it before because a couple of my buddies had joined the fraternity before right. I did, and so you got wasted on the initiation. We had a big line in front, and like for every football game or every like you know Christmas holiday, we painted the line you know festive for whatever right. was going on. For football games, it was garnet and gold, you know, Christmas, red and green, Halloween, black and orange, so on and so forth. Um, And then at the end of that, you set the lion on fire. And it was like burning away that semester. Right. And that was like the initiation party. So all the pledges got drunk and your big brother got you a bottle and you had to finish the whole bottle and then you had to run out naked. Right. 
Well, what I didn't know is right before they fucking like poured cold water all over, like super soakered you, like put the house way colder. Right, And right. like you had the littlest dick and everybody's trying to beat off, but they fucking just like finished a bottle of whiskey. You're not getting your dick hard. Right. And you have this little dick and then they run, you run out downstairs, like down the stairs and everybody's tripping on each other. You know, like fucking like they make obstacle courses and people are jumping in the way. So you had to like run around them and trip and like. I literally, I think I had a picture like on Facebook or something of my dick, literally the size, like newborn babies had a bigger dick nice. than I did. It was bad. <laughs> it was, I don't know if it was Facebook or it was some, like some kind of app where like everybody saw my dick looking like so little and I was just like, yeah, like I'll, I'm never getting laid again. That's awesome. Is it time? It is way past time. Oh, you guys oh were having way God. too much fun talking about college Oh my god! Which I'm yeah. happy, but um, anyway, uh, follow me at Twitter at Diamond Fox and the number two. That's Diamond Fox with three X's and the number two. And you can also follow me on OnlyFans, which is OnlyFans forge slash Diamond underscore Fox. Uh, and again, if you have questions, comments, uh, sex question of the day, questions, suggestions. Just want to stop by and say hi. Go to or email us at milfandcookiespodcast at gmail.com. And I think that's all and that that's I have it. for you. All Thank right. you so much for joining us. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.